You are listening to Seeking Change, the podcast where industry collaborates on eco-efficient minerals, which is made possible by the generosity of our sponsors and volunteers. My name is Alva Goodbody and I'm Seek's Communications Lead. In today's episode of the Spotlight Leader Conversations, I speak to three experts from Thermo Fisher Scientific, a global supplier of scientific instrumentation, reagents, consumables and software services, about the latest sensor technologies for ore sorting. They share how the company has committed to achieving net zero emissions by 2050, including its focus on developing technologies that can help customers achieve their own net zero 2050 targets. So today I'm talking to Ellen Thompson, Scott Ferguson and Scott Marshall from Thermo Fisher Scientific. Scott Marshall is a field marketing manager who's been with Thermo Fisher for 15 years and for the last nine years has been working with miners to understand their needs and trends and designing new products to suit. Ellen Thompson recently joined Thermo Fisher as a senior product application specialist. She has over 20 years experience in the mining industry as a metallurgist with the last eight years in IT operational improvement roles implementing software globally. And Scott Ferguson is Senior Global Application Specialist. He's been with Thermo Fisher for 21 years in a variety of commercial service and technical roles and has a passion for improving throughput recovery and efficiency of mineral processing plants through the application of sensing technologies. Um, so I'm delighted to have you with me here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So with COP26, there's been a keen focus by investors on net zero. What is Thermo Fisher Scientific doing in this area? And what are your thoughts on industry opportunities? Yeah, thanks. Um, like so many of our customers and, and industry partners, Thermo Fisher's made the commitment to achieve net zero emissions by 2050. And in fact, we've set a series of short-term uh, targets um, by 2030 to ensure we get off to a good start and uh, remain on track to achieve that goal. So that's Thermo Fisher as, as, a, as a company. But as a mining division, um, our focus has been on developing technologies primarily to help our customers achieve those net uh, zero 2050 targets. One of the, our key focuses at the moment is on uh, developing a technology for the mining and uh, material handling part of the, the plant to give much greater visibility to um, the, the grades going into the, the process, the variability of those grades and the potential for sorting and potentially to participate as part of a, a sorting program. Uh, we, we think that uh, if the industry can come together to achieve a really strong ore sorting program um, that allows uh, our miners to maximise their recovery by, uh, while minimising the, um, the, the waste um, by sorting out uh, the um, waste material before the, the grinding and processing um, part of the plant, we can save lots of power and that will go a long way to helping achieve those net uh, zero 2050 targets. Our other focus there is on grinding control, which has been a focus of ours for a little while now. We launched the PSM 500 particle size analyzer last year, and that really helps to give feedback to the to the grinding process. On one hand, to make sure that particles aren't too big getting into the process and and thereby impacting potential recovery. But in terms of net zero, the focus is on ensuring that. Uh, they're not, we're not over grinding um, and wasting um, power through that grinding and, and uh, crushing kind of process. And do you think that there's a role for SEEK to help collaborate in solutions in industry? Yeah, absolutely. There, there is, I think, um, really important um, um, with, with SEEK to help uh, link the miners with the technology producers uh, and to help promote um, 
successful solutions, not only to, to the to the big miners, those kind of things, but it's really important that we we reach miners of all different sizes so they have access to these opportunities and the information so they can can achieve their uh, uh, net zero targets as well. So we know that combination is key to energy efficiency and productivity. What's the impact of new technologies in this area and how do you think we can reduce emissions and the consumption of energy and water? Thank you. So one of the key new industry trends is ore sorting, which involves removing wastes before you grind and add water. So this trend, unfortunately, is something that has been quite slow to be adopted in the industry. And it's likely due to a lack of real understanding of ore variability and therefore the impact that an ore sorting program can have. So at Thermo Fisher, we've developed a range of commercial options to assist the customer to accurately accurately assess the homogeneity of their ore and model the benefits and costs of an ore sorting program to develop a business case for that funding. So some of these options include factory feasibility studies or on-site trials with short-term rentals or leases using our CV Omni Agile. So really, if we can push through this barrier and quickly increase the adoption of this trend, there's a big opportunity for miners to do reduce their waste and energy usage considerably. So for example, for every ton of ore that is not processed, it saves it saves about 600 liters of water. And also for every ore that's ton of ore that is not crushed, it can lead to a considerable reduction in energy consumption. And one of the other added benefits is ore sorting has the benefit of reducing the operator's carbon footprints. Since waste is rejected at an early stage, that's reducing the energy usage and the need for tailings treatments. So what are you most excited about in this area? For example, advances, innovations and other new options for industry? Yeah, so look, we're, we're certainly seeing more demanding requirements from our from our customers, uh, particularly with respect to the all sorting. Um, so, you know, bigger belts, lower grades, faster analysis times. So that's really pushing uh, the technology into into a new a new uh, area, and so that's that's an exciting challenge, um, and uh, certainly one that that shouldn't be underestimated. Um, if you just take copper for an example, <clears throat> you know we're we're talking cutoff grades of 0.1, percent on very big, fast moving belts uh, with potential segregation across that belt. So you know how do you um, you know confidently sort material um, in 15 seconds or less. You know, that, that's the sort of challenge we're facing. And so we need, you know, much higher specification analyzers to achieve that. Um, so at Thermo Fisher, we're, we're specifically developing a, a product to meet these demands. So we're looking at uh, better detection systems, higher source strengths and things to be able to achieve, uh, achieve the needs of the market. Um, we're also excited about um, the growth that we see in collaboration. Um, and so we, we see that now happening between suppliers of different technologies for sort of sensor fusion type uh, arrangements. Um, and we're particularly seeing um, examples at the moment um, of collaboration between the bulk, uh, bulk sorting suppliers and, and, the, and the particle sorting suppliers. Um, so that's something that we, we see is really um, encouraging and, and, yeah, we're interested to see what the outcomes are for the, for the industry as a result of that. I think um, I'll be very excited if um, for the adoption to really show that, um, that we are 
on the trend of it being more environmentally friendly and actually having the technology to actually, you know, reduce that carbon footprint and the energy usage by getting rid of that waste and reducing also the amount of um, material that goes to tailings, which then is another um, another issue that the industry deals with. So what do you think is the future of mineral processing you know, in the immediate future by 2030 and by 2050? Yeah, look, there's a, there's a saying that, uh, that crisis drives innovation and, and we're seeing a intersection now of, of multiple challenges for the industry. So, so the, the first one being uh, the net zero challenge um, and you know, that is driving the need for critical minerals. Um, so that's driving demand. And at the same time, the, the miners are dealing with the challenges of declining grades, deeper deposits, more complex ore bodies. Um, and in addition to that, we've got the ESG challenges around, um, you know, minimizing that energy water and, 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 uh, and tailings. So now these are three big challenges if they were just being looked at in isolation. Um, and we, we're, we're seeing um, these upon us all at the same time. So it's actually a really exciting time and the opportunity to make a difference is, is just huge. Um, so, that, so that's great. Um, and, you know, we're already starting to see a shift in technologies and, and you know, you can use the example of, of coarse particle flotation um, and dry stack tailings. We're seeing the adoption of those technologies really taking off now. Um, they're not necessarily new technologies. Um, but you know that adoption is 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 coming, and you know we'd we'd see that by 2030, you know it's pretty unlikely that a plant would be built without those technologies in, in place. By 2050, um, you know the challenge is is so great that we can't continue to to do the things we are doing today or the same way. Um, so we'd see that the plant's going to look very very different in, in future. And so from where we sort of um, where we um, have our interests, we kind of see three three main areas. Uh, the first one of those being, um, you know, the adoption of that sensor-based ore sorting and pre-concentration. Um, you know, we see that being part of the, the design and, and flow sheet and, and economics of, of every, every new mine um, in future. And, you know, by consequence, that means, you know, for a given metal output, You've got less tons going through the plants, so lower grinding uh, energy, lower water and, and less tailings. Um, for, for sensors and sensing, you know, we can see that there's, there's a need for more and more measurements, faster measurements, um, connected sensors that are connected to each other and connected to other information systems. Um, and, you know, a good example of that is, you know, there are, at the moment there are very limited measurements between the mine and the mill itself. Um, and so in future we see a lot more measurement and characterization of, of the material, you know, from the blast, blast point as it's travelling through to the plant um, and that will enable not only feedback to the mine plans and the, and the block models but also feed forward in, into the plant. And then lastly, I think with, with the technologies that are, that are coming, you know, the type of measurements we see are probably going to change as well. Um, and so when you think about things like, you know, in situ processing and potentially dry milling and things like that, then that's potentially, you know, um, 
driving opportunity for different measurements that maybe we're not even seeing in, in plants at the moment. Um, and, and probably the last one, and that's one that I'm I'm really uh, passionate about, I guess, is that you know mineral processing by its very definition is all about processing minerals uh, and ideally processing minerals that are liberated. Um, so you know I, I'd love to see by by 2050, um, you know the the development and, and adoption of online mineralogy and online liberation measurements because they could be absolute game changers for, for industry. So what's your vision for potential opportunities in the future of industry? So with the increasing demand for clean energy technologies, the world's reliance on critical mineral, minerals and materials such as copper, lithium and rare earths are going to significantly increase. And this means that the necessity for data-led processes and insights will become increasingly important for mining companies to have that information that they require to support sufficient efficient operations. So technologies that monitor and lead um, to improve performance, allowing data-led decisions through such technology as digital twinning, predictive maintenance, data analysis, sensors and asset health will play a critical role in the future of the industry. So data from sensors, you know, that is not only used for control and reporting purposes, but for looking at the asset health of your equipments and data quality checks through integrated systems. It's also becoming increasingly important that companies can demonstrate their commitment to sustainability and environmental care. So unfortunately, currently many plants do not have the systems or tools in place to effectively measure or analyze or make decisions that enable them to reduce their emissions. Therefore, compliance is often at risk. So it's going to be critical that plants have these sensors and instruments and get, have that data that will provide these companies with the following opportunities. So opportunities to improve ore to waste ratios in metal recovery, to lower the use of environmentally sensitive chemicals in their processing, and to maximize water and emissions efficiencies. So one of the other problems that we see in the industry, obviously, is the declining quality of resources, which means the need for data to support processing efficiencies and waste minimization will continue to increase in the future. And again, ideally online mineralogy and liberation measurements would be definitely be part of the vision for the future. So could you share your thoughts on SEEK and potential value and opportunities you see, for example, new ideas for collaborative projects? Yeah, look, um, you know, we see SEEK as a, as a great organisation for bringing organisations together. So, you know, I've certainly found that, you know, that I guess the mission of, of SEEK was to bring leaders of, of industry together. Um, and, yeah, I think there's certainly opportunities to, to collaborate more in, in the future. I think also the the um, you know the grinding efficiency curves and the and the water efficiency curves um, and those initiatives have been really really good from um, seek to be able to benchmark or for sites to be able to benchmark themselves against sort of best practice. So Scott Scott and Ellen, thank you so much for joining me today. We've got some really great insights, and it's great to hear all the work that you're doing in this area. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Seeking Change, and we hope that you found value and ideas from this episode. 
Your voice and advocacy can help us to expand conversations in eco-efficient mineral processing. So if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a positive rating or even write a quick review on Google or Apple iTunes. If you'd like to stay informed and involved, you can tap into free resources at our website, seekthefuture.org. That's C-E-E-C, thefuture.org. You can subscribe to our regular Seek News, which features information on new podcasts, spotlight videos and events. And to join our expanding group of advocates and sponsors, just email comms, that's C-O-M-M-S, at seekthefuture.org. Thank you.